Hey everyone, and welcome back to Any Crack with me, Shannon Callahan. Hi everyone, welcome back. I took a little week hiatus last week because there's a lot going on behind the scenes and sometimes you just have to take time for yourself. So today's episode that I'm going to be recording, I have a guest because guys i promised you the guests they have arrived they're ready to deliver i'm really excited to get to chat to her because i haven't seen her in so long so yvonne she's here um and i'll let her introduce herself and then we'll get into the question so go and take it away also you have to say your favorite thing about me as part of your introduction because that's now the trend okay amazing okay so i'm yvonne um i'm i'm from dublin i'm born and raised in dublin but my family are from the west of ireland originally I also don't know, am I the first person you've had on the pod with who has like a South County Dublin accent? The horror for all the yeah. Irish listeners are probably like, oh! Yeah, yeah, so there you go guys, for all the American listeners you're getting another intro to like another kind of like dialect in the Irish yeah, accent. because so. we had two Americans and then Mayo, so. Oh, perfect. Okay, so like you're really getting the like, the proper South County, I even heard it in my own voice there, I'm so, all the Irish listeners are like, I'm turning this off, yeah. Shannon has ruined the entire podcast. The Americans have no idea, and all the Irish people are like, Jesus. So for any, for a little bit of context, the South County Dublin accent is a, it's basically an area in, in Dublin, so basically like the River Liffey, the main river, one of the main rivers in Ireland runs through middle of Dublin city and it like separates the city in two and the south side is generally considered to be if you could see me doing quotation marks the posh side yeah but there's this very like drawling kind of like irritating accent that comes out of the true like the true heart of the south side Dublin 4 it's one of the postcode references I went to school there and um yeah it's a really irritating accent because people is this a stereotype of people being awful from there I try to not fulfill it but you know I can confirm that Yvonne is not awful Thank you, I really appreciate that. <laughs> but yeah, so I I'm just finished my undergrad in Trinity, I did it in philosophy, and I'm now getting my master's from the University of Groningen in the Netherlands in religion, conflict, and globalization. And yeah, so I met Shannon in Trinity when I was doing my undergrad. We were both part of a society called VDP, which is like sounds for the Vincent de Paul. Basically, it's like a college offshoot of uh, St. Vincent de Paul the charity, and we both went to like an event, what was it, like an, an activity for like kind of a social justice group um talking about was it direct provision which yeah. is a we hold a topic i won't even yeah, get into it that's like a separate part that's my spin-off podcast yeah, exactly You're that's like, next season yeah that's like i need <laughs> multiple episodes and multiple guests yeah <laughs> but so we basically got chatting there because we happened to turn up on the right night and we were both kind of like looking to meet new people with friends and yeah we just kind of like made the effort we like clicked i thought shannon was really cool and like she terrified the absolute crap out of me <laughs> Um, and we just made the effort to keep like she came to my 21st so yeah Yeah. and my favorite thing about Shannon ooh so many so many you have fantastic hair and obviously you have the really like dark eyebrows and lashes with like really bright blue eyes but it's gotta be the voice I gotta disagree with Debs I think you have you in person you have I've said it before like before the podcast you have the most soothing voice it's like it's like velvet it's like smooth rough you know what I mean so there you go guys that's all about me I'm so sorry I've rattled on (laughs) but there you go Thank you. Yeah, my mom, um, when Brian was on and he said my eyes and then whatever else he said, my mom was like, well, you have me to thank for that. And I was like, yeah, okay. But she won't. She's never taken credit for the voice. So we'll see what her comeback is for that. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm so excited for her to know I exist. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I've brought her on because she's been 
so gracious to agree to help and also i think she'll be a good one for the question that i have this week it's basic it's very simple i think in its intention but i, I think there's a lot that we can get into so the question is just are there similar expectations for 20 somethings in both countries and so obviously i was 25 when i left yeah i was 25 when i moved here so i was definitely like in the thick of that like 20 something who am i what like what is my purpose i brought myself here as part of that questioning like what i should be doing and and what i should be making of myself and i think yeah very similarly now yvonne you've gone off mm -hmm. somewhere else to start doing your or to do your masters and like you're having kind of probably some of the same mm. questions about like who am I as a 20 something what do I want to do with my life and we get asked about it a lot 100%. um so I think this will be a good one to get into so I think the way we were talking I can talk about yeah my experiences like as an American and what I think the expectations for 20 somethings felt like for me and then you can talk about what it feels like for you okay. as an Irish person um, and we can see if they're similar I think for me I remember it was even like it's even before you're 20 something right like mm. it's when I was a kid it was like okay you work really hard in school you get really good grades you go to a good college and then you get a good job and so I thought when I was 21 22 graduating from college I was like okay I've done those steps and I like had the job that I was supposed to get and so I felt like I was like okay so then now my life begins and it will be so different than how it has been because I I, I ticked all the boxes 100%. and then I hated my first job I was I worked for a hotel and I did like meeting planning for them and I was in a leadership development training program so I was in a managerial training program where I was supposed to be set up to kind of fast track to leadership within the company and I had there was an alumni who helped me get that job and I'm like super grateful for like all of her efforts kind of getting me and bringing me into the company and my immediate supervisor was amazing and I have nothing bad to say about her and I had several co-workers who were amazing as well but the the culture and the environment was not for me and I like I don't like being told what to do <laughs> and I really struggled with the corporate culture of like this is exactly how we want things to be and I felt like there was no room for me to even make suggestions and I felt like everybody was like you're young you're the fresh new thing coming in you don't know what you're talking about and that kind of set my 20 something experience was like people making me feel like I didn't know what I was talking about and so then kind of the expectation of still trying to strive for you know getting moving up in my job and like finding the the perfect boyfriend and like settling into the perfect city and finding myself but in a way that made me very likable and very approachable and whatever like that kind of settled in but none of that was right for me I didn't now you know I'm 28 I don't know if I've ever actually said that on here I'm like I dance around I dance around my age like I'm I'm embarrassed by it, but I'm 28 so I'm coming out of my 20s I'm, I'm obviously not out of the woods yet I still have a couple years of life experience to gain life can still throw curveballs oh it sure can it sure can 
I'm not pretending that now I'm like old and wise, but I do find as I'm getting to the tail end of my 20s and as I'm talking to more people in their 30s because I'm interacting with them at work or whatever, I'm realizing that all of that pressure of like, you have to get this right job and you have to move up the ladder. And the right job is like a corporate job, Mm -hmm. like a business job. (laughs) Or if it's not a business job, you better be ready to go to school for seven years to become you know a doctor or to get your phd and become a professor something more admirable like that admirable and like in quotation marks and like same with like oh finding the right guy for me you know like being a straight woman like that was kind of the expectation but like i couldn't even like but at that time like i'm still figuring out like what who is the right guy like i'm still trying to figure out and be able to name like what that person what I want from a relationship and at 22 23 24 25 I couldn't even do that and yet I was trying to like find a person but I couldn't actually even name what I wanted from them so it never worked out and then settling into the right quote-unquote the right city so I was moving to the first city I lived in was DC and that was like the hip young professional city all everybody was going there as a young professional a bunch of people from my college went there like a bunch of them actually still are there and did settle there and do love it. But I hated it. Mm. I thought DC was awful. I thought it was so fake. I thought it was so pretentious. I thought it had glaring issues that people just chose to ignore. And I didn't like it. And I moved to Philly and I loved it. And then I was like, actually, like, bye though, because I, I, I just got so unsettled. And even we are in- so grateful that you came. <laughs> Ireland's never been the same. Never. Genuinely, my life hasn't been. It's all the richer. Um, and, and even in Philly, like, I found a city that I was like, I love this city, but it still wasn't right. And I still felt the pressures of, yeah, being a 20-something, trying to fit into a mold of a 20-something. Yeah. And it was only when I got here that I was like, actually, do you know what? Fuck this. Mm. And I've started now being like, kind of selfishly like what do I want first and what like what do I need and how do I feel about the opportunities that are presented to myself and it's taken me off the path of the 20 something that is expected but I'm building towards actually being a lot happier for it and so I think that's my experience in America as a 20 something with what those expectations are so Yvonne how do you feel no yeah that's it's really interesting because I can see where we're similar I can see where we're different so I'm very grateful that you went first (laughs) at first I was like oh god what do I think I think the bare bones of it are really really similar Mm. in that like I definitely felt the pressure of especially like being I think someone who like I feel like maybe you identify like someone who was like pretty good academically in school like did what they were told like knew what they kind of roughly wanted I say very apprehensively yeah It was like, you work hard, you get into a good university, you do a good, interesting degree, and you will walk into a job. And like, people expected you to know what you wanted. But like, I, I also was interested in that, like, I knew kind of where I wanted to be. I knew I wanted to be in college. I knew I wanted that lifestyle. But I, so I skipped TY, which is like, basically, there's six years in Irish secondary school. I don't know if you've gone through this. We have not gone through this. Fantastic. I will go through this. Okay, so there's six years in Irish secondary school, which is our equivalent of high school. We kind of mash middle school and high school together. Yeah. And for your first three years, you're doing what's called your junior cert, which is kind of similar to like the GCSEs in the UK. It's kind of a basic set of like, 
you a lot of subjects, you learn a lot about like a broad amount of knowledge to kind of sets the base of it. Because Ireland, unlike the US, has a national curriculum. Yeah. Because it's, you know, small and they're not bothered to do county-based curriculum. you imagine? No. <laughs> that would be wild. Um, and then I can only write about Michael Collins one way nationally. Like otherwise, <laughs> yeah, chaos would ensue. <laughs> but so um, then, fourth year is basically after you finish your junior cert, and it's an optional year because there's technically no national curriculum for it. It's kind of meant to be like you learn for life. You test out hobbies, you do interesting things, yeah. all of that. And then in your final two years, similar to the A levels, you do what's called your leaving cert. You pick a spe- kind of more specialized number of subjects that are kind of roughly geared towards giving you the basic skills of more in-depth knowledge that you need to do whatever university course you want to do. And Um, that's very different than the US because we do mm. the SATs Mm. in our junior year, in our second to last year. Yeah. And that's just like reading, writing, math. Mm. And you can take special subjects in it. And you can also do like an ACT. Yes. As well, if you are more science-based, but like Mm. that's the only testing we do. We don't yeah. do anything to get out really of our yeah. education that's a very big difference between the two yeah and you guys also have to you'll probably say this in a second but you have to apply for what you want to study yeah you study pick when going you apply in. for the school yeah I mean you can kind of move especially within university you could move fairly decently within yeah. the university but like it really depends on how many people got in actually took up their position in their actual the course they applied for yeah that they got in the like in our basically like our leaving cert awards system that like gives you the amount of points basically you need to get into a course sorry this is so such a crash course in yeah. Americans. but basically i skipped ty which is the whole yeah. point of this really awful side note i'm so sorry we can always cut it out if it's not working amazing amazing <laughs> i feel like that's gonna be a theme from me on this podcast but anyway so i skipped ty so i was like i wanted to be in university and like i kind of knew roughly the area i wanted to go into so i was very as a teen, I basically was trying to decide would I do medicine or would I go in kind of like the more like arts, humanities, social sciences area to kind of go into like diplomacy and that kind of thing. So I'm, I'm definitely adding towards that area now. It's kind of obvious what I picked. I did philosophy. Clearly didn't do medicine as my undergrad. Because that's the other thing. Medicine is an undergrad here. Yeah. Same with law, like all those kind of things. So that actually touches on the first expectation I had. In Ireland, especially coming from South County Dublin. So this is actually, the bringing up the accent was a good thing. In South County Dublin, there is very much so, because it's kind of known to be the, like one of the wealthier parts of Ireland, kind of like, it's meant to be a bit up itself, which I can kind of very much so, so see why people have that expectation, that kind of assumption. There's this assumption that you will go to university, you will do a degree that leads to your profession, like especially depending on what your family does. Like my parents are both lawyers, so it was very much so expected that I would go into the law, or if I was really feeling different, I'd do maths or sorry, I'd do medicine or engineering. Engineering, and I I didn't. And my parents are super 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 supportive, but it's very much so one of those those things where like cousins, family friends will be like, so what are you gonna do with a philosophy degree, Van? Mm. And my parents be like, she has so many skills, it's broad ranging, like all that, like she has time. Yeah. But there's this expectation that I will eventually settle down into one of these careers. But I've spent my whole teens being like, I've got to be the good girl. I've got to do it. I work hard. I get good grades. I do good extracurriculars. And now I've gotten to the end of college and I don't think I plan this far ahead. And I'm kind of like, fuck, I don't know what I, I don't, I didn't plan this far ahead. I just want to have a good time. Whereas my older sister, so I have a, that's the other interesting thing is like my older sister's a year older than Shannon. So like yeah. I kind of have like, I had someone to look up to and she was, she had a really good time in college. She worked really hard. But she also figured out what she wanted and she kind of played the rules. She got the boyfriend out of college. You know, yeah. she like, she moved to London. She found a city she liked. She kind of settled down. She met like, made a good group of friends. She had that very young professional lifestyle. And I'm yeah. here like, damn, like, I don't think I want a boyfriend yet. Like, I don't know what I want. I want to travel and I want to live in yeah. 17 different places. And like, I'm now like dealing with the fact that like, I've all my life known exactly where I was going. And people very sort of like, okay, Ivan, no, like, that was like a yeah. good thing. And now I'm like, 
I don't fit that mold anymore and people are kind of like looking at me like I've wasted my parents money on my college tuition and I'm like crap like once again my parents are so supportive because they're fully gonna listen to this (laughs) mom dad you're amazing I'm so lucky but yeah so I think it's similar but also like I had a very specific cultural like bubble in the South County Dublin set which I think was interesting yeah (laughs) no and I think it's funny you mentioned time because Mm. I remember yeah like as a kid being like my mom would be like you have so much time like everybody's always telling you like oh you have time to figure it out Mm. you have time but then I really did feel like when I graduated college everybody was like well don't you know now yes oh my god exactly because I'm only a year out yeah it was like you have time you have time you have time and then everybody was kind of like okay what are you going to do and even Mm. now I got my I I worked for three years and then I got my master's came here got my master's and I I had a clear direction of what I wanted to do out of getting my master's but COVID has kind of curtailed that 100% hard for me I got cut out of an internship that probably would have led to a job because of COVID like yeah yeah, definitely museums closed for a year and you're not gonna museums aren't exactly the most like hiring sector no because I nearly went into that area yeah in general in Ireland or in that's really changed it so I've had to do a lot of thinking about Mm. like where do I go how do I reset and of course there's no manual for that because there's no manual for a pandemic (laughs) if only and I've done a lot of work to be like hey Shannon there's no manual for a pandemic like it's okay that you're questioning if this is a right career for you because you are now witnessing like how difficult it is to get into a world changing event yeah and like, but to do it in your 20s is kind of... It's interesting. It's weird. It's yeah. weird because I find a lot of my friends and I would hope that they would reach out if they listen to this and, and affirm it. I think a lot of them are starting to question a lot of the yeah. formulas that they've followed. I agree. Because now we've had so much time to like sit with ourselves. Yeah. I mean, so that's a really interesting thing. So my sister is 20. She's like, she's turning 29 in a month. So we're like, yeah. there's only like like there's six years and like three weeks between us or something in birthdays so she like I said it's very interesting that she kind of had she had that picture of every 20 something experience she had the boyfriend she moved abroad she had the fabulous friends my sister is that she's an Irish race is the jammiest person <laughs> like good things just come to her and they stick to her like she's sticky jam and so you know like she moved to London within two weeks was getting invited to sit in the royal box at Ascot like that's alien you know yeah. and she got a good job and she she works hard but like she figured it out and she, she met great guys and she had a fabulous time traveling and like she all that thing and then COVID hit and she was like, do I like my career? And so she she kind of eventually, she's now realized she was in the right space but she needed extra skills. So she went back and she trained as a professional chef so that she can work mm. in like food marketing and like really hone her craft. Like, But she's worked in the art world. Like, so my, my sister who technically filled all the expectations, like our family were like, oh, Aileen knew what she wanted. She, yeah. fit, the, like, she fit the mold that mold and even she questioned and she's like am I in the right space yeah. so a def- I would definitely agree with you that I think it's led to a lot of people be I mean it's even led me to be like do I know what I want do I-, I think I just want to ha- like I'm like you're like what do you want for the next five years I'm like I want a puppy and I want to have fun yeah yeah. Like that's about all I've got worked out. Yeah. I also don't want to live in Ireland, but that's a whole separate thing. That's the spin-off. That's yeah. the spin-off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's fair as well that a lot of people are like, do I even want to live where I live? And mm. for some it's like the country, some it's like the city yeah. or whatever. But I think a lot of this 
And I, I'll probably listen back in 10 years and be like, Jesus, Shannon, like, <laughs> Me too. you thought you were being so wise, <laughs> you thought you had so much, but that's, again, I think that's also like your 20 something is feeling a pressure to like have answers for things. 100%. And I'm just trying to practice being like, I don't know. Yeah. Which is so hard. Yeah. And it's scary. It's really hard when you're, when you're raised as the person who's like got all the answers because you follow all the rules yeah i think we're quite similar in that way like yeah no i I completely concur um i don't know what it was like for you but like my sister definitely has been a big impact on like what my 20s and expectations were because like i said she kind of fulfilled the mold i mean she all she did all the things because she actually wanted to but i think that's the biggest thing is i'm like i don't even know what my expectations are for myself because i think i've based them so much of what i saw someone else do and did having fun yeah so even that's I think my biggest expectation like the biggest expectation I'm trying to fight is like that I will be like my sister yeah which I would love to be like my sister she's fantastic I don't want to look back in five years and be like fuck like I should have taken that job in like yeah. Paris and I should have like gone on that romantic getaway and I should have like done all these things yeah. but I didn't because I wanted to fulfill the mold and I think for me who's genuinely I think based my whole self-worth off of being like the good girl yeah. my whole life I think that's like I'm like who am I yeah so yeah definitely yeah my sister is only two years older than me mm. but she and like we're night and day I'm the night she's the day mm. and she she's biomedical engineer mm. so she's whereas like I I did art <laughs> which I love <laughs> I would do art yeah. yeah like we've always kind of like we've always been polar opposites mm. and so I I learned when I was a bit younger that we were going to have different life paths so I never tried thank god I never tried to force myself into science or anything like that to be like her yeah. but I do, she does and one thing we haven't gotten into yet she has a house well maybe that's a big thing I think interesting because obviously like I technically fall into the like category of Gen Z and you're like probably a millennial I am definitely a millennial. so like the whole thing of like will we ever own property like I feel yeah. like millennials are like crying about it and I'm like mm, gonna go buy another bag yeah <laughs> but we, that's an expectation should I be wisely yeah. saving my like yeah. scrimping my pennies and I'm like nah man like I don't care the world's gonna, it's gonna like, implode implode anyway <laughs> that is actually the topic that's of the yeah that's the millennial like answer it's like mm. well climate change is gonna kill us all in 20 years so who cares i guess we'll just not own property that'll work out fine right yeah have no savings that that sounds about right but i think but that's actually we when we think where do the expectations come from i think some of it is peer right like we compare ourselves to our our peers or we compare ourselves to our families like my sister has a house your sister has fought like my sister has worked in the same job for x amount of years i have never been in the same job for more than a year and a half Big well since high school when I worked like in a grocery store but yeah. like like professional job never more than like a year and a half yeah um and I think so some of that's like peer yeah peers like kind of our peer comparison yeah. trying to be like oh if this is what I see a lot of my peers doing then if yeah. I'm not then that's when I may be like oh I'm not meeting expectations but I think a lot of it is like who told us that this was the right path and how have Ladies things and changed TV. And that's yeah. on the Americans and the Brits. <laughs> yeah, it's our fault. It definitely is. We've definitely, like, American television paints a very specific Carrie picture. Bradshaw ruined me. Yeah, well, what made you think that you could, like, have a life being a writer? 
Carrie Bradshaw's the person who made me think I should spend my money on a designer handbag instead <laughs> of saving rice. Also that. Very <laughs> that, because she ended up with Mr. Big. Like, mm. and we, it made you think that you could just magically end up with Mr. Big, that all of your toxic oh, relations, all well. the toxic men in your life would That's magically That's the only goal I have for myself, I'm marrying wealthy. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad, no. not a bad option. Can I get either. that Jeff Bezos rocket ship to Mars to save myself from crime? If I was married to a billionaire, I can tell you they would not be spending their money on space. That's oh, not sure. at all. <laughs> we have other things on so our So many list. other things. To clarify, I am writing my thesis on climate like solutions. I am not a bad person. I don't want to be <laughs> Caveat. Jeff Bezos. Caveat. We're not trying to be billionaires. No. Oh, God. No. Not a thing. But yeah, it's, yeah, who told us that this was the right formula and why? Mm -hmm. And it's like our parents, obviously, and our teachers. And it's, they told us it was the right formula because it's the formula that worked for their generation. But I think the the millennials and the Gen Zs, the one thing that we can unite over is that it's actually not. No, funny, I concur. Things have changed so much that we were learning I think millennials obviously first by age mm. we're learning it's yeah. not working and you guys are like witnessing us and it's yeah. like yeah that's not working yeah so but that's the joy to, for us is yeah. we already like know I got to I got to pre- proofread it basically yeah. like proofread my future yeah and so we're trying to to tear down the expectations but it still is they're still there and they're still yeah. you still feel it's very ingrained in you even if you're like mentally Mm. I know these expectations are fucked in my bones yeah I've been I'm fighting it because it's buried down so deep that Mm. my worth is attached to having a good job having a a good relationship having stable housing being Mm. in a cool if it's not a cool city then it's like a cool house or a cool town or a cool or being the person who has the cool life in that not so cool like you have to be the pinnacle of wherever you are yeah yeah, if you're not if you're not doing the like finance job, you're yeah. doing the more artsy job. Are you getting the job, you know, the stylist job at yeah. Saks? Are you getting to like travel as a part of some startup tech company? Yeah. Or even are if you're, you... you know, you're the teacher in the small town, you are you have you manage to snag the handsomest guy yeah. living there with all, like in Ireland so road frontage is the thing with like the best road frontage I don't even know how to explain road frontage I am not from the country I'm sure all the culture is like oh Dublin people from Dublin and people from Zagan but like you have to like do it perfectly you have to be like the person that you find that guy and he adores you and he yeah. just like la- he's got this beautiful like fart like I'm sure all the Americans are like imagining like something from like a movie like oh what's that movie Leap Year like the rolling yeah, hills and like the cows gently lowing and like you have to do it all perfectly and I'm like man I'm so tired I'm so sleep yeah. for a few years yeah I have not been relaxed since I was born yeah what's sleep I don't know her and I think that's yeah that's a very big I, I don't think you're alone in that mm. and I think there was a, a good while where I definitely wasn't relaxed it's funny because I think about this year is technically the 10 year reunion of when I graduated high school mm. um, and so obviously I've been reflecting a lot on like yeah. who I was even 10 years ago yeah. as like an 18 year old and I think the people who would have known me in high school probably would have been like Shannon had the biggest stick up her ass and she was really intelligent but she and she you know did a bunch of stuff but yeah. she was 
not I, I would say like a lot of people were either like she was bitchy or she wasn't fun or she just yeah like had a wow, I really identify with that I feel like yeah. people have said something really about me and they might still say it but but I feel like they've weirdly enough probably more so in my experience I feel like the people who said that about me have now settled into that life of like they've settled into the expectation where it's the people like mm-hmm. you and I who I think were like focused when we were and obviously I am making generalizations caveats like we try not to do that on this podcast Yvonne <laughs> I don't it's hard with the question like our expectations oh, similar yeah no I think that's definitely very yeah. true that like I think I would have people would have reacted to me similarly and they'd be like wow is she where she wanted to be and I'm like no but thank god yeah thank I'm very, god yeah I'm very happy for the path that I've chosen mm-hmm. and the way that I've gotten to I mean it's a lot of instability and uncertainty but I think it's a bit much at times but I think that's a lot to do with COVID I Mm. think if it wasn't for COVID I actually probably would be a bit feeling a bit more settled but I am very happy for having kind of stepped off even if it wasn't anybody's expectation right because sometimes we're like oh my parents want me to be like this Mm. and then if actually I was to ask my mom she'd probably be like that's not really what I wanted for you. I just want you to be happy. Yeah, like. exactly. But you take it when you're, you know, a teenager and a young 20-something, you're in your early mm. 20s, you take it as like, I have to be like this because I'll disappoint XYZ person, 100%. family, friends, bosses, Or even whatever. just the, like the look, you know, the look that people give you and you're like, wow, yeah. you didn't make use of all the yeah. things you got. Like, fuck. Especially yeah. like, I mean, like, obviously it's a big privilege in Ireland, especially being able to like, I, I lived at home for university, which is definitely a privilege in ways with like the whole Dublin rent crisis, we wouldn't get into that spin-off but like once again even especially in the states obviously the pleasure of getting and the joy and the privilege of getting to go to university but like also at what point do you live for yourself you know like so it's that look of like wow i really would have thought you'd be doing better and i'm like i'm great leave me alone yeah. but also then the fear of like oh my god i'm doing it's very bo burnham i just watched inside i'm finally <laughs> catching up with the slide guys guys but like it's very like shit like am I am I doing okay am I happy (laughs) yeah 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 I think the the perpetual problem of being a 20 something is you're constantly questioning am I making the right choices and even I think people who maybe are fitting the molds they're they're probably asking those same questions and they're deciding that they're they're doing what's right for them I would hope I love that Um, for them I'm so here for yeah, it. I would hope that they're they're settling on no, this is what's right for me. But I think that's kind of and I think that's why at the end of the day, yeah, there are similar expectations. Yeah, between the two countries, it is two Western cult like cultures. At the end yeah. of the day, they're they're similarly informed, and I think it it yeah because of that, it is quite similar, and it is just that perpetual. Yeah, am I doing the right thing? Am I making the right decisions? if I choose this over that am I ruining my life and I am only just hoping that when I turn 30 that they give you like a magical card that is like you don't care about this anymore and you just take the card tell me girl because I need something to look forward to and they just give you the card and you're just like why did I ever care about how my hair looked how I dressed when I went out Mm. how many boys I was talking to how like what the state of my room looked like, yeah. how much I was saving, why did I ever care? I'm hoping. Fingers crossed, I'm praying for it for you. Um, Fingers and toes. Yes. But so I think an Ireland specific expectation is, I obviously don't want to assume how much like a cultural, like historical cultural knowledge people have of Ireland, but was a, 
quite an impoverished country for a long time because you know the Brits ruled with an iron fist and they set up a system where basically it was systemic oppression and we could not help but fail for 800 years especially if you were Catholic yep. starting from the time of the famine there was huge emigration I mean you're you would consider yourself to be like I know Italian American but also Irish American yeah. so like there's obviously been huge emigration so Ireland has this cultural expectation of there's kind of you get split into two camps when you finish university are you going to be one of the young Irish people who stays and lives uh, in Ireland for their whole lives or are you one of the Irish people who emigrates yeah and I, I picked my card I mean I got sent back by COVID <laughs> I'm not gonna get into it but basically I had to like I moved out moved for university um <laughs> I had to move back for a short period of time and I'm hoping to move again but you very much so have to decide are you going to stay or are you going to yeah. leave and I think that separates you into a category of like are you one of those people who like you're seeking adventure and you're seeking travel and you're going to there's always the expectation as well that you will probably eventually move back in your 30s or whatever to raise kids or get married because family is definitely an important value here yeah. but and like community because obviously as I said everyone knows everyone it's terrifying so you have to be somewhere you know people but that's a big expectation of like, will you move, stay or leave? And if you do like me and you have to, re- it's not regression. I was about to call it regression. It's not regression. Yeah. But if you have to move back for a little bit, you where do they put the you? Yeah, yeah, what do they think of you? Like, I definitely, I don't think anyone would actively think of this, but I know people look at me and they're like, wow, she spent her entire teenage years and like, I'm moving here, I want to live here. Like, I have a list. And they're like, she couldn't do it. And I'm like, yeah. do Tony, the panacotta, the panorama. I hate calling the pandemic the pandemic. I'm so sorry. <laughs> the panacotta. The panacotta, the panatone. Got in the way. Like, I don't yeah. think that's a bad thing, but like, that's definitely a cultural expectation because there's yeah. always been groups of people who either moved or they stayed and you have to pick your camp. And I'm like, yeah. why? Yeah. Like, and it's like, I don't think people obviously always, like, I don't, it's not to say that I think every Irish person who sees a kid, who, like, a young person who decides to stay thinks that they're more traditional, that they probably are really like, probably have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a partner or, you know, a gender non-binary, like, human, like, human partner that they like, or that they, and that they, you know, they have a stable job and they, like, care about, like, having a baby soon and getting on the property market and the people who leave are, like, they're seeking fun and flings yeah. and, like, also you're gonna go live in, an, like, an Irish enclave elsewhere, which is a whole other issue. Yeah. <laughs> but so that's definitely I think a really interesting like culturally specific Irish expectation and that like I feel really uncomfortable because for years I thought I was going to be the girl who like left and I wouldn't even move back like I love my family but like I there's so much I want to do but now I'm like well damn I I feel the pressure of people looking at me being like wait so you're not in that camp like what are we what like you're in the, the stay here camp and I'm like ah can I just be figuring it out? Yeah. So that's a weird, I think, culturally specific yeah. expectation, which yeah. I'm sure the Americans are like, what? Why? It's, it, it, there's no other way to put it than like impoverished country emigration was a necessity for a lot of people to survive. Yeah. And I think just also kind of like small island, small mm. town. It's that same way of like a small town girl would move to the big city. Exactly. It's very that. Because even Dublin, as Ireland's biggest city, like I've lived here my whole life, I know everyone here. I don't meet yeah. new people. We know people. They know all about me. They know everyone I've ever been. And I'm like, kind of want to grow and progress. Yeah. For you and definitely, so, definitely, I, right. I do agree. That's very Ireland specific. Is that mm. there's people who are like, let's go. We'll mm. we'll we'll go abroad. We're getting kind of itchy. We're getting restless here. Our, here wherever we are in Ireland and then there's people I've found who are definitely like no I'm very happy here and I wouldn't I wouldn't want to go 
like I'd maybe try going to Galway for a few years mm. or something but yeah, yeah and they're like that's wild for them yeah yeah which is both are great Fair. but even interestingly enough then another expectation sorry this is like nice that we had a trickle of like, that's the way it goes specific. that's the way it goes but like I mean, obviously lived in the Netherlands for a while and like people talked to me about it and I'd be like Irish people will never compliment Ireland when we're living in it we're like it's awful it's a yeah. shithole there's terrible there's a housing crisis in Dublin there's a housing crisis in the whole country like it's there is in fairness a lot of housing crisis across Europe but oh yeah 100% and in the States I mean San Francisco is a whole issue but like that's we never compliment Ireland here never I'm like ugh she's hideous she's small we're inbred and like I leave the country and I'm like Ireland is a glorious nation the Emerald Isle Kerrygold butter runs through my veins I am a package of potato but yeah so like Irish people would <laughs> absolutely never so sorry Charlotte Irish people would never like compliment Ireland when we're here but like when I went abroad even like I'd be talking to the people and like I'm not gonna name the name of the country I was in and like the people from that country, but like they they love their country, which I was like great, but also weird. What do you mean you don't have like a terrible like hatred of your country when you're there? Love it when you leave, but like they'd be like, oh, but like Ireland's kind of small. It's kind of like you know there's not that many people. Do you not know everyone? Especially given the things I would say, and I'd be like, excuse you. But so there is an expectation of like, oh, people will move back. You always come yeah. back eventually once you've made your like made your money that you you could move into a good job, but like that's my expectation like why should I move back why do I get to live freely in my 20s if you're in the group of people who become an expat I hate that term because you know only colonizers get to be expats but that's a whole other issue <laughs> I'm poor Shannon's like Ivan stop giving me spin-offs <laughs> but yeah like that's I think some really weird cultural expectations that like I will move back and I'm like I don't think I want to move back like I I love Ireland and I love my family but like there's so much to see. And there's so much to do. It's a big world. Yeah. I'm also weird in that then in Ireland. I don't know if it's the same states, but I don't want to find a boy. I'm like not interested in finding a boy right now. Like, yeah. you know, like I'm like... I think that comes in waves in your 20s for sure. Mm, I think it's like finding like, yourself or finding a partner. Finding yourself, finding a partner. I think at the end of like fourth year of college. At the end of college, I was like, I want a boyfriend. I want all this. I want to do cute things and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I want you so my wild oats. I want to go <laughs> wild. At the end of the day, I think we, yeah, we internalize a lot of expectations. Yes. I think if we asked anybody who made us feel like those were expectations, they'd be like, no, oh, I'm so sorry. we don't want that to be oh. it at all. But I do think it's very similar. And I do Definitely. think being a 20 something is, it's a weird time that I, because even, even just people being like, I don't know if this happens here, but people are always like, oh, college, best four years of your life. Oh my God, like, I hate that. Yes. Even that kind of... It was not the best four years of my life. My life continues to get better. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was fine. It's, but also, it was kind of shit. That's it. Like, I look back at it and like, that was amazing. But also, like, have I ever cried more? Have yeah. I ever, like, struggled? It's like, when I really struggled, like, I think it was that, like... Yeah. So no, hundred percent. Like that's, I think interestingly, if I think maybe expectations in college are probably more to do with like, I feel like the drinking culture between Ireland and the UK. Sorry, Ireland and the US is very interesting because yeah. like obviously Ireland's known for having a lot of drinkers, but I think there's a similar thing in the US. It's just like you drink different things. Yeah. Um, but that's a whole other issue. I'm so sorry. We did. We tried to get into that a few episodes back. Yes, I have not realized, and we realized, and we realized that there was just so much 
more that could be two hours than of what, yeah than what we could cover in an episode so it was like part one of yeah no fully yeah no I completely concur but yeah like I think it's it's no matter what how you try to escape the expectations they creep in yeah. somehow but yeah. I love having that's why I think it's one of the benefits it's like I don't know if it's the same in the US but I think one of the great things about like Ireland's university system is that like a lot of people take time out more and more it's definitely not the same as the UK where like a gap year is almost expected for certain kind of like socioeconomic people with certain socioeconomic backgrounds but like I do appreciate having friends like you especially and like having friends younger than me older than me who can give me different perspectives because I think that like that almost helps me recognise when I like I'm letting an expectation run my life Mm mm-hmm and like I think that I like I'm so sorry to use you as my guinea pig but like it is really helpful for me and like especially even just figuring out what you don't want like I would really recommend if anyone's like what am I doing like how do I like deal with these expectations look around you and look at other people's lives and it's not bitchy to be like I don't want that yeah it's it's judgmental but it's yeah. not bitchy I think like people instantaneously seem judgmental is bad but like we all make judgments mm-hmm. all the time yeah. but like it is one of those things we all do all the time so you might as well like recognize that you're not saying that life isn't worth having it's just not for you yeah and I think that's that's the 20 that's what I hope is what you put up with as a 20 something yeah. that you realize as when you go into your 30s and 40s is is that mm. that it's okay for something not to be for you no I completely concur and to have less stress and anxiety and like inner turmoil over saying actually no that's not for me yeah like I, there have been things i've been offered and take it the same where i'm like wow like people other people are like you're crazy not to take that but like there was that gut thing of like i don't think that's for me and yeah. trust that because yeah once again you're actually like i was a real perfectionist i was a real hard worker in like college and like in school but i think trusting my gut has been one of the best things like it was just so cliche but it is true like if it, if it doesn't feel right don't do it because if you, it's also something of like you there's no better time to take the wrong path yeah you have a whole life yeah. like i look at my family i look at like my parents i look at my like older relatives and i'm like i have so, i mean like all the things they've done I'm like they have so many opportunities to take new turns so yeah. like even if i go down a path and it's the wrong one that's fine but i'd rather have taken that path and know it's not right but if my gut tells me it's not right, I'm going to trust that because worse yeah. as there's no opportunity never arises again. 100%. So like, I think that's maybe probably a point of crossover. The last thing I think that has come to my mind in all of this is mm. that we haven't touched on is social media. Yes. And I think right. that's another thing of our generations, mm. social media generations that is different from others that maybe makes this feel so much more sometimes existential and like, older generations might be like why are you so worried and maybe it's because their age they forgot what Mm. it was like but I think also our life our lifestyles as 20 somethings is very different than when our parents would have been 20 somethings because of social media and And I have much older parents so it's fascinating see because my parents are like right at the beginning beginning of the boomer generation my oldest brother is gen x my sister's millennial and I'm gen zer so like it's like we are all over the shop (laughs) So, no, I, I completely concur. Yeah. And I think even just, like, in my own analyzing my own usage of social media, of course, I do tend to just put on the nicer stuff. Yeah. Like, this past weekend, I went to Clonakilty. I was in Westport. I saw, yeah. Cute. 
just reuniting with my roots, guys. Love it. Like O'Callaghan and Shannon very, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody. Funny. Yeah, very. Okay. And I think that's technically where my family came from. Oh, the like great great grandfather, whatever. Yeah. I think it was Cork. But I, yeah, like I posted last night pictures from Connacilty, and I had a great time when I was there. I went with my friend Emma. I think you've met her. Yeah, yeah, she's lovely. Yeah. Emma's a great friend of the pod. She's going to be coming on, I think, in a few weeks as well. Woo! Um, and we had, a, I think, a really lovely time while we were there. Mm. And I posted the pictures. And they're very genuine in that I was really, like, we drove a bit of the Wild Atlantic yeah. way. Like, we did very just, like, picturesque kind Love of it. things. We had planned stuff. Ireland is a pretty of, country. It is. I hate country. her, but she's very it's pretty. Very, I love her. Very pretty. Yeah. And we had planned a few things that got cancelled because hashtag Irish weather. Um, <laughs> yes. But then, so we ended up doing like scenic things. It was just really, really fun. And I was very present in that moment. But then in the background, I have like friends texting me being like, hey, can we catch up? Like, hey, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. And in the background, I'm like, well, this is happening. This is happening. This is happening. I've never been so overwhelmed in my life. Yeah. Like things are really like it's I'm really struggling at the minute but if you went onto my Instagram today yeah. you wouldn't know any of that yeah and I think that is maybe I mean maybe we can analyze as a yeah a culture no, that uses that. social media maybe we can be like okay should we be more authentic but then I'm also like well that was a it, I authentically had a good time while I was there it's I just chose not to also add on the parts where yeah which is also a protection method. Yeah. Because and should and also like, do we have to put those bits out there? Like I, like I privacy think the, is a, a human is right. Is, is right. Yeah, all of that. But I think that definitely builds onto the expectations because it's like 100%. if somebody went on to my Instagram and and happened to be like, oh, I think Shannon is like really cool and I think she's fitting what I expect a twenty something to be. Yeah. I think she's fitting that. If they went on to my Instagram and they saw all of that, they might be like, oh, like I have to strive to be more like her when in and because she never posts that she has any like problems or whatever but in the background like no I'm definitely handling a lot of stuff and I'm definitely like trying to balance this and I'm definitely questioning myself when it comes to that and I definitely only picked certain photos for that one because of how I was feeling about like my body that day like it definitely exists we just don't maybe talk about it but I think social media definitely builds on to the expectations of 20 somethings because it's like 100%. you put forth like everything's fine but 100%. is it no I can and how does that, that impact then how when we're talking about like peer influence of like what are the expectations yeah. based on how we're looking at our peers I think a lot of us get that from social media of like and also, I haven't talked to this person in five years but they seem to be living their best life and so I'm going to assume that's what's happening to yes. them yes you have to be real but not real it's like Ireland loves a planned I don't know if that's a phrase in the US. My friends and I love that phrase, like a planned, yeah. like a planned candid. Yeah. And you have to be able to show just enough vulnerability, just enough like reality. Like, you know, yeah. like there's like one like it's that thing of like in your body, like in the way like people reach out to me, like there's that one like role. Yeah. But like no more. And you're still like, my arm is so thin, or like my like look at my cheek, but like it's very that. And I think that's a really specific way. Like Ireland's expectation you will show a life on social media that is real enough that you feel real because Ireland it's very big on like being genuine I feel yeah but but also not but also <laughs> just aspirational enough that it's like you're doing just that little bit better so basically I think Ireland walks that really interesting line of like expecting 20 something to show just enough that you're like you're living a fabulous life yeah but you're also so real and like interesting a little bit quirky especially yeah. Dublin Dublin loves that girl that's yeah. like a little bit like She's still pretty in a very conventional way. She's still kind of thin, but she's like a little bit like, 
oh my thighs are a little bigger than the norm like <laughs> Ireland is awful in that way like I think that's a big expectation of 20 something that you will manage to walk that line perfectly yeah. and it's exhausting which yeah. is like a definitely a big factor in my wanting to move away because I didn't feel like I managed to walk kind of either of the two accepted lines enough so Mm-mm. I don't know if maybe then I've given a good overview of social media in Ireland but maybe hopefully no I, I think have. yeah no I think definitely that's I'm glad I'm glad I had the thought about social media no it was actually um, a really great question I'm pretty intrigued when you said it there you go but I, I actually think that I don't like we can't talk about it mm. we can't talk about being 20 without talk about talking about social media no not at all because I think it really does impact a lot of the ways that even if we personally were trying to let go of expectations the ways that sometimes it's reinforced through what we see from our peers and even me being over here I still see obviously because I'm still connected to people in America via social media I'm still tuned into what people are doing over there and I'm like did I stray too far from the past like is it am I paralleling over here still in some way what's happening over there you need to be just enough them and just enough us that you are aspirational to both exactly which must be really tough yeah I die I didn't think about it like that but kind of yeah because a lot of my friends from home were like oh my god I could have never done that like I could have never just yeah like moved to a whole other country gone to school in a whole other country and I was like really and then I come here and people have kind of done that a lot like people Mm. have definitely spent time in other countries so it's not that's not the thing that makes me unique it's more so than just like okay like that you chose to stay is a big one because I'm sure you said like the whole thing of like people like why would you want to live in Dublin oh I get that all the time I'm that person I fully people are like why are you still here and I'm like I had a nice time I'm I'm also like have you seen where I have you seen where I have to go back to like have you have you (laughs) do you have any final thoughts this is the just that I think it's more similar than people would expect (laughs) but like which makes sense as you said there are very many differences I think this Mm. is actually one where it's pretty much the same and I'd be curious to know if if it's similar maybe and and this is me also like as yeah a white woman from the US I don't know yeah I'm also a white woman from Ireland like how it varies for people with other identities or from non-western cultures but like that's something if people have thoughts on that they can definitely reach out about yeah there's a whole spectrum that i do want to recognize we we don't fulfill and we cannot give commentary on but for what we can give commentary Mm. on i feel like we've given a a wide breadth yeah i agree examples and thoughts and everything yeah no definitely thank you for having me thanks for coming i had an amazing time and it was so nice to see you again it's so good it's been ages if you listen on a platform where you can like subscribe or follow or whatever do that if you can rate and comment and whatever do that can you please share it can you please do your part i know that i've not done my part of like creating an instagram or like a website or whatever but like but also, do we need to follow another Instagram? Yeah, no, no, we are doing God's work. No one needs another Instagram yeah. on their follow list. Yeah, you don't need it. So just share it out to your friends, your family, your loved ones, your Even enemies. Even people you hate. Yeah, just the person you meet in the street. It doesn't your matter. Your boss. The coffee shop barista that you're trying to flirt with. Yes. Just send it out, put it out. And if um, you do that, tell Shannon. And, and she let me will know. plug you. Yeah. And be like, you should go out with that hot barista listening. You yeah. should go out with that person. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Good idea. There we go. Let me, know who, <laughs> let me know who you've shared it with and I will shout them out. 
but yeah so okay so i will catch you next week thank you so so much for listening and i need an outro we'll workshop it we will offline we will thank you so much for listening see you next week bye